Hello, and welcome to Strategic Insights Podcast, brought to you by Strategic Enhancement Group. I'm Susan Hall, Vice President of Performance Improvement, and today I'm joined by Senior Performance Consultant with Strategic Enhancement Group, Tim Deitch. Welcome, Tim. Hey, Susan. How are you today? I'm doing great. Always great to have you. This podcast is one of a series that addresses the challenges we feel when working with clients and coworkers who have different communication styles from our own. And there are four styles that we'll be speaking to. The analytical style, which is task-focused, they're deliberate, thoughtful, and they appreciate process. The expressive style, which is people-focused, verbal, they tend to think out loud, they're creative and also demonstrative. The amiable style, which is our focus today, who are people-focused, open-minded, and flexible. They prefer harmony, and they really avoid conflict. And the driver, who is task and results-oriented, gets to the point and wants you to use their time wisely. Each podcast will address one of these styles, and we'll describe the traits and motives of the styles, as well as some practical tips that uh, we've learned from experience and research in terms of engaging these types. Today, we're going to be focused on the amiable client and the challenge and opportunities that salespeople often have when they work with clients of this style. So, Tim, let's talk first about the characteristics of the amiables. These are friendly, people-focused individuals. They tend to have a relaxed pace and place a high value on building trusting relationships. Amiables greatly emphasize ensuring that everyone is on the same page, and they work hard to make sure that they're gaining all key stakeholders' input to consider before they make a decision. They tend to be deliberately paced in their communications, and they ask questions as a way to influence people as opposed to making more declarative statements. So, instead of saying, hey, Tim, that tie is all wrong with that shirt, (laughs) an amiable might ask, you know, Tim, are you sure you want to wear that tie with that shirt? Or have you considered this tie to wear with that shirt? I might have even heard that before in my life. (laughs) (laughs) This is a client who values harmony and positive morale across their organization. They can be gentle in voice and tone and are often excellent listeners. They don't like to feel rushed and are uncomfortable with conflict and relationship tension. In fact, they may go quiet during tense moments. Tim, what are some of the other behavioral cues that you've seen from amiable clients? Yeah, well, that's a that's a great list of characteristics. I, I would probably add that uh, you know the amiable client is a is a very considerate uh, thinker. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they don't mind giving up control. And and as a client that's working with you as a salesperson, they will uh, they'll tend to um, ask you questions back and and take a appear anyway to take a genuine interest in in, in the in the the meeting you're having with them, the phone call and so forth, they they tend to want to be supportive. They want to make things work. Or and if you're recommending that they consider an idea, a product, a strategy, um, they they tend to take a genuine interest in that. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. yeah. Yep, absolutely. So let's discuss selling to an amiable client and some of the things that are important to know and to keep in mind. I know two things that I've learned over time is one is take the time to build the relationship. Um, make time to discuss personal issues, you know, in a way that's comfortable for both of you, obviously. Mm-hmm. Amiables tend to be less formal. They're easygoing, empathetic, 
they have moderate pace, and they prefer to work with business partners who are as well. I think a second thing that I've learned is be prepared to do your discovery and advocate or present your solutions to multiple stakeholders before a decision is made. Ask the amiable about their decision-making process, but also make sure to find out who else is involved or who else should be involved and be prepared to have those conversations with other key stakeholders to get their input. That will make that amiable feel much more comfortable and confident with the decision. How about you, Tim? What are your suggestions? Well, you know, one of the things I appreciate most about a, a, a customer who's amiable is their sensitivity to the full dynamics of a situation or a decision. You know, they're, they're very mindful of the effect on others in the organization. Uh, if they were to make a decision or, or suggest that, you know, hey, why don't we bring this product in or why don't we, why don't we install things in this way? Um, they filter that decision through the lens of, of will this work for others, you know? Mm-hmm. And so it's a double-edged sword though, right? We appreciate that because they're helping us understand the full dynamics, even when we wouldn't necessarily ask that question right. about their company as a client, they will bring us there. Um, and of course it's double-edged, right? Because at the same time, and I, you know, if, if we if we want them to be more assertive, if we even if they're the decision maker, if they're going to use a consensus style of decision making mm-hmm. when we would love for them to just decide. Right. Right. Um, we have to embrace the fact that um, by by the careful path they'll take, they're actually signaling to us that um, if we stay with them through the end of their thought process, we're going to probably have a much richer um, uh, relationship when it comes to them buying our products, buying our services and so forth. Yeah, exactly. And also, you know, just their focus on engaging the stakeholders within the organization sets you up for success as well, because, you know, they've, they've taken the time to get multiple perspectives and to consider others' perspectives and opinions. There's a higher level of commitment to whatever solution is that you're going to be implementing. So, you've, you've, Segued beautifully, Tim, once again, to uh, the next topic, which is, you know, typical frustrations or challenges that we sometimes encounter when working with amiable customers. And I think it's important to say here that every style brings points of tension. And despite their penchant for harmony, amiables are no different. So, because of their style, they tend to be indirect, avoid conflict. They may go quiet if they disagree rather than speaking directly. I think we've already alluded to this a bit, but I've learned that it's especially important to continually check the pulse of their views and their perspectives. So, you know, under tension, amiables can sometimes acquiesce. That is, they give in, they might comply because they don't like the the energy, the conflict, the tension, but you haven't really gained their support. And so that problem doesn't go away just because they're not articulating it to you. It just goes underground and I can guarantee you it will resurface sometimes when you least expect it. So continually checking in, you know, Mary, you know, how do you feel about this? Or do you have any concerns? And just very gently, if if you're noticing any hesitation, make, make sure that you're going a little bit deeper to try to get to the real issue. 
the more trust you have, the more freely they'll share with you. Yes. Yeah, it's uh, absolutely true. I, I think what I always say about working with amiable customers is that, um, and this is this is the frustration sort of wrapped around a suggestion, mm-hmm. um, which is they an amiable customer often looks like the first person to buy in to the idea or the progression of the of the of the discussion taking place, right? The sales cycle that might be going on. They look like the first person to buy in because they want things to work. But the reality often, at least for me, is that the amiable is actually the last person to buy in. Hmm. The re- and, you know, and the reason is it's because they're they're going to filter uh, the commitment to, you know, to a purchase or to an idea, uh, they're going to filter it through the lens of their coworkers right. uh, and, their, and their bosses and, and so forth. They're through their people that influence them internally. And so they are, they can be frankly kind of fool's gold at the beginning because they'll be excited about the idea presented or excited about a product. They will light up. Um, but the reality is for them, uh, it will be at the end when they mm-hmm. buy in and that buy-in will depend on the degree to which others buy in. Right. And that can be frustrating. That's why it's sort of, we put it into this piece of our, of, of, of our discussion because that can be very frustrating to a salesperson who really thought, you know, I thought we were on the same page. Right. Well, you know, you were, but there's others who need to be on that page too. Exactly. Exactly. So expect sometimes a longer sales cycle, I think, because of that, or at least, you know, a more thoughtful sales cycle that includes multiple perspectives. Amiables tend to be, be more cautious and it's it's important to minimize risk from their perspective. Yep. So, so let's move to some very specific actions and tips that salespeople can do to, to make the most of working with the amiable style of a client. So, you know, as we've already said, a comfortable, amiable client will be honest, caring, supportive, and loyal. Uh, I think, you know, some of, when I think back to the clients that I've worked with over years or decades, Many of them actually happen to be amiable. So if you can continue to to do the right things and obviously act with you know, the integrity and authenticity that you, you know, we we should be doing anyway, right. um, that uh, you'll have the loyalty of the amiable customer for a long time. Um, give them time to process decisions and situations versus versus asking them to take a hard position or a vote. They're conflict averse, so avoid putting them into an ultimatum position that's going to make them uncomfortable. Don't impulsively draw them into situations just to get their opinion, especially if they have no role in the outcome. They're going to want to think about it in advance. And on that note, give them some advance notice if their thoughts and ideas will be asked. If you know that you're going to have a meeting, send your purpose process payoff in advance, which is always a good idea anyway, but send your agenda in advance, you know, any kind of reading materials. Um, They genuinely value being asked, but need the time to consider the people, the information, and the consequences before they respond. You won't get their best thinking if they're under pressure. How about you, Tim? What are some of the tips that you have? Well, you know, I, 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 let's start with what's the language you use um, with, with an amiable client. Um, you know, they like to use words or they, they're more receptive to words like support and mm-hmm. help and reputation. And, and team. 
Yes, and team, and and so forth, and the word feel, and so you know if you're if you're doing things like sending them, even if you're if you're suggesting an idea or sending them a proposal, using the language of you know would this help you uh, advance this in in your company or in your organization? You know how does this feel to you? You know how does this idea uh, you know land? with you and how do you be how do you believe others this would resonate with others mm-hmm. okay so that language uh helps convey to them that you understand that they're going to filter the impact of this conversation of this idea they're going to filter the impact of that uh, through others right not through their own um, unilateral mindset that says do i like this or not right, right. um so it's also helpful. Let's take it another vein. It's also helpful to help them understand why, um, uh, you know, why this is important, you know, because the, the better they understand why an idea or a product is being presented, uh, the easier it is for them to convey to others. Why? Mm-hmm. Right. So um, so a very important thing. And the last thing I'd add is, is that it's so helpful to tap into their insights Um because they filter uh, ideas and concepts through the, the ways others will think about them, um, you know, don't fight it. Uh, ask them to share the pulse of their workplace with you and share the pulse of the influencers and, and consistently be asking, how will this land with others? Mm-hmm. Uh, how will, I, will this help others make the decision that they need to make and so forth? Um, so embrace, yeah. embrace, don't battle. That's a great tip. That's a great tip. So, Tim, as with every style, there are misconceptions about the amiable customers. We all make judgments. And, you know, from a cautionary perspective, amiables, as we've discussed, can sometimes appear to buy into something because they want to avoid conflict when in reality they're not fully committed. And as a salesperson, you may feel blindsided. So, it is important to take the time to personally confirm their comfort and ask for a commitment. I think there's also a misconception that amiables are indecisive. And lacking urgency. Um, in fact, one of my clients is an amiable, amiable, and several of her clients, you know, have or uh, her colleagues, you know, have said to me, you know, when you needed something done, give it to Jane. Um, mm-hmm. She just gets it done. So it's it's not that they're uh, that they're lacking urgency. It's just that for them to feel comfortable making the right decision. There's some information that they need to gain, and that's the perspective of their their colleagues. Yeah. Can you share a common misconception or, or misunderstanding when you think about amiable customers? Well, I, um, you know, I, I'll share through through an example of a story. You know, um, my my wife sells high end products and cheese into grocery stores and. And when you're working with a regional grocer, you've got a dozen to 20, perhaps different stores that you need to get your product into. Yet only one person you're working with who would say yes to a product. But that product has to work for a dozen different stores. And she was relaying to me an example of this. She has an amiable um, uh, client and, um, and who absolutely loves the products they bring forward. And, and so the misconception, how could you not love cheese? 
<laughs> well, sure. And so the the misconception that her company had is is that as you know, he looks at a cheese, a new cheese. It's brand new. It's brought in from France, and it's delectable. And, and he says, "This is fantastic." And then they begin to even get to the point where they're talking about, well, how much will we need, and how much would we manage, and how do we fulfill this across all your stores, all the way down to the details. And guess what? After that happened, crickets. And the reason was because he had to make sure that this product made sense to all dozen stores. Right. right? right. And and so the misconception, again, I I may be repeating myself, but it's very important. Uh, the, the, The misconception, again, is that buy in on the front end does not mean buy-in all the way through with an amiable. Mm-hmm. And, in, and in her case, they ended up not actually getting the sale mm-hmm. because he finally came around and said, well, this isn't something we ended up being able to do uh, you know, store-wide. Right. right, right. And so I've decided to delay. Yeah. 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 Yes. Well, interesting. Let's summarize, Tim. Um, we've we've covered a lot today. The amiable client is a people-focused style that highly values relationships, collective input and involvement, and a supportive, cooperative work environment. They work hard, and they want to be appreciated for their accomplishments. They can be very loyal, especially as they establish relationships with suppliers and colleagues. And these relationships are best formed via recognition of them as people with feelings, certainly, as well as their contributions to their work. In fact, feelings may be as important as data in their decision-making process. Help them help you by giving them time to process, inviting their opinion and input, and consistently checking in on how they're feeling about decisions and situations. If you gain and maintain their trust, amiable clients are highly loyal, caring, flexible, and enjoyable to work with. Tim and I thank you for listening, and we invite you to keep the conversation going with your questions, comments, and thoughts. To weigh in and learn more, please visit us at strategicenhancement.com.